listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to Earth Oddity Podcast, episode 115? No, 215, question mark. I have no idea. We've been at it for a while now. A long time. We'd like to welcome everybody in. If you're new here, then welcome. I'm Tiny. Sitting across from me is John. Hello. And we like to make jokes and talk about odd news. And it really is just an excuse for us to cut up. Yeah. We week. just <laughs> just cut the mics on and see what happens most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So if you are new, you got to give us a little bit, a, a grace period or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I realize we sound ignorant or i do on the phone or on the podcast on the phone (laughs) you probably sound ignorant on the phone too i do i do i do (laughs) and uh and we are so surprise (laughs) yes (laughs) just come along for a ride in oddness yeah Yeah. and we'll see what happens take a peek inside the lives of two southern rednecks (laughs) and see what it's like when they try to do a podcast right yes how was your week it was pretty good. I went to Mobile, Alabama. That's right. I yeah. saw that on Facebook. That's right. Congratulations my, to Thomas. That's right. I'm going to brag on my son, Thomas. He made Allstate for playing the trombone. Was, I played the trombone like his father before him. He plays the trombone. But he made the blue band. All right. So that's basically if we were the equivalent of Allstate football, that's like third team. I got you. So, uh, But he was the only sophomore in any of the bands that plays trombone that made it. Mm-hmm. And he's only been playing the trombone for like a year and a half. Okay. He, it's not his principal instrument or anything like that. What is his principal instrument? The euphonium. Okay. He also plays the ukulele. I know, you've <laughs> the mentioned piano. before that he, he plays all kinds of yeah. stuff. The kid's like a genius. I don't I don't get it. And I'm impressed. He's an impressive young man. Was he and, teaching himself drums at one point? Well, we had a drum set. Okay. Because you know, he wanted a drum set when he was in third grade. And I always wanted one, too. So I bought one. <laughs> But then Deidre, once we moved to this house, after about six months, she was like, I'm getting rid of the drum set. Nobody touches it. Because it was too loud in the mm-hmm. new house. We had it in the garage at the old house. But, yeah. And so she gave it away to my Uncle Tommy. Or maybe sold it to my Uncle Tommy. Okay. For like five bucks. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> basically come and get it. Is Uncle Tommy, is he, he a drummer now? Oh, my Uncle Tommy's a great musician. Nice. That's my dad's brother. Mm-hmm. He, uh... And Stephen, or Stephen Cash, Cash Money Oddity Millionaire, his father-in-law. Okay. Yeah, he can play the organ. Like he's put out nice. records with the Night Beats. People don't know. Man, <laughs> I'm from talented stock. I have no musical talent in my family. Oh, hardly. Yeah? Like my mom, she could sing when so, she was younger. I'm, I'm I'm real redneck. So my mother's side of the family, the Lawrences, they have the Lawrence Mill Opry in Fayette. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I, I'm not familiar. Yeah, well they they and they were the Lawrence Millbillies were a bluegrass band. Okay. And they would put on bluegrass shows first Saturday night of every month when I was growing up. And you'd go down, they'd have people come in and play and they would play and people would buck dance and all that. Nice. Yeah. All right. But my family's eat up with musical talent <laughs> on both sides. And it's a wonder that I didn't get any of it, you know? Well, but you got some of it. You play guitar. I have a basic understanding of music, but I'm not talented like other people are talented. So, Well, I I would not be the person to judge talent on guitar because yeah. the extent of my ability to discern is like, oh, I like that sound. Yeah, I like <laughs> I that you. beat. Well, 
I play guitar good enough where people who don't play guitar are like, wow, you're really good. And people who really play guitar are like, yeah, you're pretty average. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, it's kind of sad you've been playing as long as you are and you only are where you are. Right. Yeah. But that's like the peak of my abilities. My brother-in-law, he plays a uh, worship band guitar. Right. Jared I and I played together once. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we jammed together once and then never again. I think I freaked him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, I like to do weird stuff. So let's see what kind of noises we can make. Yeah. Yeah. He was probably like, this isn't reckless love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and Jared had one jam session, and right. that was it. But that was cool. I yeah, had fun. Yeah. He's a much better guitar player than I am. All right. All right. How about odd news this week? Oh, man. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Joe Exotic. We're going to talk about a lost dead body. And we're going to have a Florida man story just to round it out, just right. to put a bow on it all. I've got a story about Burger King. I've got a story about a wild, rabid fox running loose on the Capitol grounds. Okay. And That's Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> a fox, though? I figured that would... I bet she had it going on in her day, man. You know? Yeah. Like, she probably had it together. I figured that would be like Michaela McEnany. I don't she even know be, who that is. She was the former... The last press secretary for Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Okay. The little yes. blonde, fiery yeah. girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she had would be the big... <laughs> She would be the rabid fox if there was a rabid fox on Capitol Hill. Like, Trump would just, you know, he'd say whatever. He didn't know what's going on half the time. You know, like he'd show up somewhere and be like, what are we talking about? And My press secretary and, will fix this. Yeah. But she would have to come out with that, like, big old binder just to go through it and answer all her, like, walk back all the statements. He may be like, no, what we were really talking about was this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she had a tough job. I think anybody who is the press secretary has yeah. a, a tough job because yeah. half the country hates you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. D- didn't Biden just lose his? Didn't she did. She? Yeah, she. Yeah. I think she's getting a job at MSNBC. Oh, surprise! Jim surprise. Paskey, pass something. Yeah, Paskey. Yeah, yeah, the redheaded girl, mm-hmm. peppermint patty, right? <laughs> the one who was circling back and yeah, walking back. Statements. Which she had a tough one too. Yeah, I mean, it's a just... tough job. It is a really, really tough job. Biden just says whatever, too. You know, he's old. He don't know how to stop himself. And he'll just say whatever. Like, hey, yeah, we need regime change in Russia, basically. Yeah. And then she's got to deal with that. What a tough job. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody hates her because she's mm-hmm. the person that has to go out and answer questions. That's ridiculous. Prayers you know? up for whoever yeah. is the press secretary. Yeah. For whoever. Look for the right price, I'll do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I will do it. I think it would be great at it. <laughs> I'll do it for one month. Before there's rioting in the streets. Well, no, you think, <laughs> like, if I was Biden's press te- secretary and they would ask me, you know, like, oh, well, he said, you know, Putin shouldn't be president or whatever. He's talking about regime change. I would just be like, uh, hey, look, man, y'all, y'all know he's old, right? <laughs> like, we're all, like, like, on the same page here, right? Also, Sometimes he's going he's gonna to say some stuff he don't really mean, yeah. you know? Also, y'all are acting like this is the first time the United States has ever tried to do a regime sure. change. <laughs> no. Hello. Granted, we specialize it's, it's in never it. been a country as big with a military as powerful as Russia before. Right. But this is old hat. We yeah. do this all the time. Yeah, this is what we do. Don't worry about it. All right. We don't like the guy in charge. We put another one and in there. We get another one in there. He's causing us trouble. We're going to take him out. That's how it works. Didn't go too well in Cuba, but other than that, we're all right. Oh, and anyway, one yeah. more story. We're back. Sorry. Get this. That all started with a Nancy Pelosi joke. Yes. <laughs> UFOs left radiation burns and unaccounted for pregnancies. New Pentagon report claims. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> unaccounted for pregnancies. Unaccounted for pregnancies. Okay. That's so. like a that's like a teen pregnancy excuse for mom. <laughs> I'm 16 and pregnant yeah. with an alien. No, the aliens did it, Mom. <laughs> It wasn't Ricky, okay? (laughs) It was an alien. (laughs) But he wants to, he wants to, he's going to stay with me and raise the baby. (laughs) Mama, we want to put a double wide out here in the side yard. (laughs) And we're going to raise this baby together. Daddy, can you get him a job at the auto zone? (laughs) Anyway. That's like Alabama specific humor, probably. (laughs) Fifteen hundred pages of UFO related research were just declassified as part of a FOIA request. I just want to say the AutoZone was a very nice touch. (laughs) Thank you. You It really was. You couldn't have written it better. That's perfect. Well, John, I speak from the heart. (laughs) So encounters with UFOs have reportedly left Americans suffering from radiation burns, brain, and nervous system damage, and even quote unaccountable for pregnancy, according to a massive database of of UF of, of U.S. government reports recently made public through a Freedom of Information Act request. Goodness. Well, there it is, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's it. Look, God bless the FOIA people. You know, like, I don't know who you are out there, yeah. but y'all get some pretty cool stuff released every once in a while. Also, imagine going through... Now, I've never submitted a FOIA request. Me either. I imagine it's probably not easy to do. Yeah, they've made it as difficult as possible, probably. And then to think that the person on the other end of that request, all they have to do is say national security, and they can just say no. No, right, no. Or just (laughs) act like they never got it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Huh? Uh, The database of documents includes more than 1,500 pages of UFO-related material from the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATIP. We've talked about it. We've talked about it a lot. It was was made public in 2017 when former program director Lou, uh, Lou Elizondo resigned from the Pentagon and released several now infamous videos of unidentified Air, uh, aircraft moving th- moving in seemingly impossible ways That's to the right. media. So he apparently he's the one who he did it all. Released that to the Times, right? New York yeah. Times it said just the A tip, <laughs> just the, yeah, just the A tip, just the A tip of the spear. <laughs> I don't know what everybody else is thinking about. People, have, I've seen several uh, interviews with him since then, and he yeah. he said that there's a lot more video out there. Oh, you got to imagine, and some is. that is like really incredible. Huh. But he's still he he honors his. Uh, Non-disclosure okay. agreement. He, so he hmm. he can't. He says he can't talk about it. But so he just picked the not good ones to release to everybody. <laughs> yes. A little well, selfish on his part. Well, now we say that, but I know I've heard people say, "Well, why are these so grainy?" That is that's footage taken from like a million dollar yeah, right. radar system. Okay, off yes. the side of a F eighteen. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Sorry, we don't have HD. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're expecting like a traffic, you know, like a I think recently, traffic cam. Wasn't recently there was another photo, I think, that was made public that was actually taken from a cell phone by oh. a pilot. Okay. Now, it's just like a little dot in the sure. sky. I mean, it's not a very impressive picture, but he said that thing was like doing all kinds of crazy maneuvers stuff. and crazy stuff. And he just got, he snapped a picture with his iPhone. Huh. Wish he would have slid over and got a little video. You know? <laughs> Well, they can never do enough, right? (laughs) (laughs) Until we bring in the aliens in handcuffs and stand them up in front of the press 
docket right. or whatever. Well, I was yeah. like, I'm Chubby John sitting in a bedroom <laughs> in North Fort Alabama. And I'm like, he's flying a multi-million dollar jet. <laughs> like, I wish you could have took a little video. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if I was up there, I could have done it. <laughs> anyway, uh, shortly after ATIP's existence was revealed, the U.S. outpost of the British tabloid The Sun filed the request for any and all documents related to the program. Four oh, years. The British try- I don't like the British trying to get all up in our stuff. <laughs> well, uh-uh. that's, that's what a- they did. They're going to take back over. I don't like it. On April 5th, 2022, the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency honored their request by releasing all these pages to The Sun. According to The Sun, the cache of documents includes reports on the biological effects of UFO sightings on humans, hmm. studies on advanced technologies such as invisibility cloaks, and plans for deep space exploration and colonization. Some portions of the documents were withheld in part for privacy and confidentiality concerns, the ATIP told The Sun. One standout document from the collection is a report titled Anomalous Acute and Subacute Field Effects on Human and Biological Tissues that was dated March of 2010. The report describes alleged injuries to human observers by anomalous aerospace advanced systems, and some of which may be, quote, a threat to United States interest, according to the document. Uh, The report describes 42 cases from medical files and 300 unpublished cases where humans sustained injuries after having encounters with anomalous vehicles, which include UFOs. In some cases, humans showed burn injuries or other conditions related to electromagnetic radiation, the report said, Hmm. some of them appearing to have been inflicted by, quote, energy-related propulsion systems, unquote. I have no idea what one of those is. Do you know? I I have no idea either. (laughs) The report also noted cases of brain damage, nerve damage, heart palpitations, and headaches related to the anomalous vehicle encounters. Maybe that's why date night wasn't as exciting, (laughs) because... I've had a headache from a UFO. Uh, the report, and okay, this is important. The report also included a list of alleged biological effects of UFO sightings on human observers between 1873 wow. and 1994 that was compiled by the Mutual UFO Network okay. or MUFON, <laughs> okay. a civilian nonprofit group that studies reported UFO sightings. The reported effects of UFO encounters include unaccounted for pregnancy, apparent abduction, paralysis, and experiences of perceived telepathy, teleportation, and levitation. Okay. That's where the weird stuff comes from. (laughs) That was somebody like back in 1920. It was like, oh, no, the aliens got me pregnant. (laughs) Don't send me off to the home or whatever (laughs) like they used to do back then. Don't disown me. (laughs) There's like an unexplained pregnancy or whatever. Don't send me off to the widow home or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, apparent again, they, they release all these documents. Yeah. It makes perfect and total sense that who's ever compiling this would go online and sure. download a bunch of MUFON stuff He's got like, and I just got slip it in yeah. with the rest and and act like, okay, this is this is what we have. This is research. <laughs> this is official. Yeah, that's like some dude sitting in an office. They're like, hey, Bob, we need you to get this report done. He's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks passes by. They're like, hey, Bob, we got to present that report tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, oh, quick, let me Google some <laughs> stuff real quick and finish this thing off. Yeah. 
I mean, I think it's kind of creepy enough that they did have this one uh, government, what am I trying to say, study yeah. about like radiation burns and stuff. No, that's I mean, pretty that, that's concerning. creepy. Yeah. But then the whole unaccounted for pregnancies and sure. levitation, teleportation, all that stuff. Look, I don't want to I don't want to disparage MUFON, <laughs> but it has been my experience that they believe everything. Sure. Every story that is brought to them, they take it seriously, they investigate it right. as such. And so, yeah, you're going to get some crazy stories sure. when you download and and read a MUFON report. Well, I only trust the Blink-182 guy <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to UFOs. Yeah. He does seem to be pretty legit, though, you know? Well, he was the one that gave us, I mean, he didn't give, but uh, he, when Lou Elizondo, the guy who ran this program, when he quit the Pentagon, he went to work for his uh, right. Academy of whatever, to the Stars Academy. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. I mean, he's a credible source. <laughs> That's where we are in the He's world. a lone credible source <laughs> in a ocean of crackpots. Sure. Joe Exotic. Yes. Everybody. He's a, he's a credible source. He's a, I was going to say crackpot, but <laughs> yeah. Tomatoes, tomatoes. This is from TMZ Sports because okay. I keep up with all the sports stuff. Joe Exotic pins a letter to Big Ben from prison. Can I get your autograph? <laughs> ben Roethlisberger spent most of his career beating the Cincinnati Bengals. But <laughs> That's low. Yeah, just to lead out with that. But it turns out the Tiger King is still a huge fan. This is the kind of journalism TMC's doing. TMZ Sports has confirmed Joe Exotic has written a letter to Big Ben from prison asking the Pittsburgh Steelers star for his autograph. Exotic's a lawyer. The fact that his last name is Exotic, like legally. <laughs> exotic well, lawyer. he made it exotic, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah his... I don't think he's, that's his real surname. <laughs> he don't come from a long line of exotics. <laughs> <laughs> they they migrated in over on the Mayflower, the exotic <laughs> family. <laughs> um, <laughs> his lawyer tells us the 59-year-old penned the note just recently in his letter, Exotic told the future Hall of Famer that he needed a signature from Ben so he could gift it to his stepson for a birthday present. Okay. There you go. Wait I, a minute. He's got a stepson? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Of course he does. All right. I didn't know that. <laughs> I promised him an autographed jersey by you because he thinks you are the S-double-A-S-H. Yes, the S-word. The S-word. And he holds you on a pretty big pedestal, said Joe. Now, I just want to go on record and say Ben Roethlisberger is like sexually harassed college girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, maybe not put him on a pedestal. Um, so he's been in prison since 2019 after allegedly trying to kill his rival, Carol Baskin. <laughs> um, there is one on eBay, but I don't have the $600 to buy it for his birthday. My fans helped get everything else he's wanted. I'm just missing your jersey. Joe ended his note by pleading for Ben to honor his request, saying, can you help a man out that is fighting for his own freedom? Every kid needs a hero, and you are his. There's no word if Ben has uh, received the letter yet or not. So so he, he just told somebody that he wrote him a letter. Yeah. Trying to give it a little bit more. He got his lawyer to release this. Yes. So maybe Ben will be like. Maybe he'll go dig through his huge stack sure. of 
let mail and yes, try to find, find a Joe Exotic woman. letter from the from prison and get him a jersey. Because <laughs> Joe Exotic can't spend six hundred dollars. Now he can keep a lawyer on retainer. Yeah, I guess he's fighting for his freedom. Well, though. he said his fans have got him all the other stuff he wants. Yeah, right. All this, I mean, <laughs> they just can't, can't get a jersey. You can't get a Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> jersey. You need some better fans. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like outside of Pittsburgh, I wouldn't imagine a Roethlisberger jersey would fetch that much. Mm-hmm. You know, right. like I wouldn't pay. I mean, I don't. He was a great quarterback and all, but he ain't like an all time, all time great. Yeah. Like some Steelers fan is going to call in. He's and no be Peyton like, Manning. Yeah. You know, talk about what all he's done. He's yeah. great. I don't like Peyton Manning either. That, okay, don't get me started on Peyton Manning. This is not about Peyton. I brought him up okay. to try to get you started on Peyton Manning. <laughs> Peyton Manning. <laughs> people disregard that Peyton Manning was doing human growth hormones and blamed it on his wife. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. They just it's forget his wife's that. fault. He has a huge forehead. Yeah, it grew like <laughs> 20 times. Yeah. He, he's got a five head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people love him, but the whole Manning family is a shame. I, don't get me started on him. Okay. I know Wills is an old Miss fan. I want to get him stirred up and all that. Okay. <laughs> Don't get me going on the Mannings. Anyways, I wouldn't. I would. Peyton Manning, if you're out there, we challenge you to come on this show <laughs> and defend yourself. Look, if he came on, I would be the biggest baby in the world. <laughs> I mean, I do. I guess a little, a little upsetting. You beat Alabama, you know, four <laughs> yeah. times in a row. You led the band against us and all that. So, and you're not funny. He's not funny. <laughs> we can all agree he's not funny. He was funny in one time. One thing in an SNL sketch yeah. where he was throwing footballs at kids. And he's gotten like a decade and a half of courtesy laughs off of that. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like if you objectively watch him, you're like, well, that's not funny. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure he doesn't write his own material. Mm-hmm. He's also. But he's the reason I don't have nationwide insurance. <laughs> He's also way more successful than I will ever be and <laughs> right. has a, what seems to be a perfect life. So just fair and balanced, <laughs> just so everybody knows. And I'm an Alabama fan. Just yeah. fair and balanced so everybody out there knows. Yeah, don't hate me. Anyways, I hope Joe Exotic gets his Ben Roethlisberger jersey for his stepson. For his stepson. I didn't know he was – now, same-sex couples can have children, right? From, he could, yeah, yeah. from like a – they could yeah, adopt, adopt or surrogate. they could have like a, a a kid from a previous marriage. Sure, right, yeah. Uh, apparently, from what I hear, it's not odd for a guy to get married and go through a sham of a marriage. Sure, only to come out later in life and and say that I was homosexual all these years. I, I know a guy that's doing that now. You know, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, more power to him. He's great. All right, I don't, I don't want to drop his name on the podcast. I was expecting a joke. I was expecting no. you to say like so and so. <laughs> no, this is a real life guy. He's a okay. friend of mine. All yeah. right. Oh uh, yeah, I know a guy that's doing that now, and he's huh. got a kid. So if he marries another guy, I guess that would be his new husband, a significant other's stepson. Yes. So that makes sense. Until they got married, in which case it would be a for real legit stepson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's it. Because I know Joe, he liked the lads. You know, he liked the boys, right? The men. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. He did. If I remember. I he was married Tiger to two King. of them yeah. for a while. Yeah, he had a, like a like a Mormon vibe going on, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of a, a gay Mormon vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but from what I hear, like it's, it's still technically illegal to have more than one spouse, right? I guess so. Yeah, why? Why? Why is that? I don't know. Yeah, like why can't you legally have more than one wife? 
I don't know. I know the guy on uh, who was what was the TLC show? Sister Wives. I've never watched that show. I, yeah. I didn't watch it a lot, but I remember after the first season, they come after him, and oh, yeah? he was able to he was able to not get in trouble because he was legally married to his first wife. And then the other ones were considered common Just, in law. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's how they did it. Mm-hmm. You like officially own the books married to one person. The other one just is around long But enough. why can't you officially own the books marry more than one person? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we have no moral compass <laughs> as a nation. That's my that's point. Fine, so you know? why not? Yeah. Let's let's put it on the books. <laughs> yeah. Because what's, what'll happen is you got to, well, I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to <laughs> get into that. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Joe Exotic. Okay. And multiple multiple spouses. Yeah, Joe Exotic's multiple gay spouses, and he may have switched teams, or he may be like, you know, people can do whatever now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like all kind of uh, sexualities and genders and everything now. I can't keep up with them, but they can do. He can do whatever, and Let's, he can maybe get this autographed jersey. Yeah. <laughs> maybe for his Ben kid. Roethlisberger, noted sexual assaulter, Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> will. Somebody's going to get mad about that. <laughs> like Steeler fans are like Bama fans or whatever. And yeah. honestly, if I was going to pick a team to root for full-time, it'd be the Steelers because I think they have the coolest uniforms. Mm-hmm. I like the one logo on the one side of the helmet. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, there you go. Wild rabbit, wild rabbit <laughs> fox bites U.S. congressman on Capitol Hill. Okay. A female fox bit at least nine people in Washington, D.C. before she was captured and euthanized. (laughs) Because we cannot allow attacks on our elected officials to go (laughs) on. They put them down. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get. They put Harambe down for less. Just remember that, (laughs) Tiny. For less, they put put him down. A wild fox chase ensued on Capitol Hill earlier this week after the rabid animal bit nine people. Over on the Senate side, I felt something lunge at the back of my left calf, and I thought it was going to be a small dog. Fortunately, I had my umbrella with me, and I spun around and was like, that's not a dog, that's a fox. Democratic Congressman Amy Barra, who was bit by the fox on Monday, told As It Happens guest host Dave Seglins. I've never watched As It Happens. Huh. Well, you know what they said, right? What did they say? That Trump emboldened this fox. <laughs> To get out there. <laughs> They've been laying. They were standing. What was it? Standing at, standing at rest and standing by, whatever he said. Yes. Yeah. Stand back and stand by. Yes, he said, they were standing back and standing by. Uh, it was crouched down looking at me. I was looking at it, he recalled. I kept it at bay. And when someone saw what was happening and they yelled, the Capitol Police started to come out. And then the fox ran off. Animal control officers captured and euthanized the female fox on Wednesday. The D.C. Public Health Lab confirmed that the vixen tested positive for rabies in a statement to the New York Times. Barra, who is also a physician, didn't see any blood when he examined his leg, which would have been indicated whether the fox had bit down hard enough to penetrate his skin. He sought a second opinion from the Capitol's attending physician who found a row of holes in his trousers that lined up with some scrapes on his calf. Mm. They call Walter Reed Hospital, talk to the infectious disease doctor over there, and they say, absolutely, you don't take any chances with rabies, so he needs to come in and get looked at. The representative for California's seventh district court, for for California's seventh congressional district, said. So, 
What happens next was no fun for the congressman. He received five shots of immunoglobulin, the antibodies that help fight off any rabies exposure. He took two of those shots in his ankle, one in his left thigh, and then one in each of his buttocks. Oh, okay. (laughs) He also got a tetanus shot in his left arm and the first dose of rabies vaccine in his right arm. A congressman expects to get the rest of the rabies vaccine in a series of three shots later this month. As far as Bear is aware, none of the Fox's eight other victims have reported symptoms of rabies, but health officials told NPR News that the three baby foxes found at her den also had to be put down. We're not going to just come for the, the one. Oh, we're going to come for your, your whole family. family. <laughs> yeah. You attack That's very Capitol U.S. Hill. government. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That sounds like the IRS, really. <laughs> the Congress to Congressman Barra, it was unfortunate that the fox and her kits were euthanized. Normally, I understand foxes; they do come into cities to birth their litter and protect their den, but they're usually very avoidable of confrontation. This fox clearly was running around and acting in a peculiar way. I thought my legacy would be the policy that I passed, but, you know, it might be the congressman that got bit by a fox. <laughs> well, there you go. He's not the first congressman to fall victim to, to the fox. wilds of a vixen That's true. on Capitol Hill. <laughs> no, there have been plenty of them. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've heard those rabies shots are no fun. <laughs> yes. I mean, no fun. I know somebody who's had them before. My primary reference for rabies shots was from Beavis and Butthead. Okay. <laughs> Beavis had to get them for some reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't talk about Beavis and Butthead enough. You know? No, we don't. What they, an influential show it was. They're really prime for a comeback. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm surprised they haven't made a Beavis and Butthead live action movie. <laughs> you know, that's right. Yeah. That's all they do. Went to the movies over while we were in Mobile. What did you see? We saw The Lost City, which okay. I didn't have any knowledge of. Dieter was just like, let's go see this movie, The Lost City, you know? And Thomas was like, okay, because he's 16. He's mm-hmm. like, whatever. So it's this movie. Just happened, so happened to have Channing Tatum and Brad Pitt both in it. Okay. <laughs> this happened to be the movie out of all the ones playing right. that we had to watch. So I would have watched Sonic 2. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw they had a preview for that. Oh, did they? Yeah. All right. Yeah. But I would have, I don't know. I'd have watched whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, I gave her a hard time about that. While we're on the subject of movies, I got a movie for you. Okay. It's called The Jaws of Satan. Okay. And the re- the only reason I bring it up, I've, I've only seen a little bit of it. It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's, it was filmed. It, was, it came out in 1981. The only reason I was interested in watching it at all is because it was filmed in Alabama. And oh, for real? It was. And, and part of the, the end of the movie is it's about this, uh, this snake that's really the devil. And there's like this uh, priest that's like, you know, trying to stop this snake from going around killing people. Okay. But it was part of the end of it was shot in DeSoto Caverns ah, in Childersburg. Right. So, do you know that Childersburg is the oldest city in North America? Did not know Continually that. Continually lived in 
city in North America. That's impressive. I had no idea. The only reason why, because there's probably, you know, we're Montreal or something, Mm -hmm. you know, some other city, but is that it was documented when DeSoto came through there that there were people living there, native groups. And and there's still people there now. Still people that people have lived there ever since. Maybe that's why there's so much welfare. (laughs) (laughs) The Whiteys came through, drove out the Indians and started living there. And they're like, hey, look, there's this cool hole in the ground. Let's make some money off of it. And film a a low-budget B-movie there. Let's have a low-budget B-movie and kids' field trips come here. Yeah. Yeah. And a laser light show that recounts the first chapter of Genesis. (laughs) Here you go. Sure. Uh, it's private property, by the way. Yes. It's not city I say, I think it's also, isn't it supposed to be like the first documented cave? It is. In yes. America. That's right. It is <laughs> documented. Now yes. there's like caves all over the place. But that's our claim to fame in Childersburg. <laughs> Alabama's a wonderful state geographically. Uh-huh. So, and it, we don't get the credit we deserve. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We're incredibly biodiverse. Mm-hmm. We got a great state, and people just litter like crazy. Like you walk out in a nice neighborhood like ours and see a Walmart sack just blowing in the breeze somewhere because people just litter like crazy. Yeah, makes me mad. Don't get me started on littering, rant. <laughs> I get madder about that than I do about Peyton Manning. All right, let's talk about uh, something out of a horror movie. Since okay, you're talking about that. A Georgia man's body has been lost in the mail three years ago, and it's still lost. It's still missing today. Whoops. Yeah, right. <laughs> These are the people we want to let run our healthcare system. I feel like it's probably in some warehouse somewhere. Sure. But I would like to think that some super weird dude got it in the mail. Oh, no. And didn't say anything and <laughs> held on to it all these years. <laughs> Uh, This is from Fulton County, Georgia. A family says three years after their loved one's death, some of his remains are still missing and no one can explain where they are. This has been for us like something out of a horror movie Jeffrey Merriweather told Channel 2's Tom Jones. Not the the singer Tom Jones, just Mm -hmm. so I don't think he's doing Atlanta news. The father said losing his son has been hard enough on him and the family. Then to now, you lose his remains. This is a no man, Meriwether said in disgust. <laughs> That's a quote in this article. Yeah. I can hear that guy yeah. in my head when he read <laughs> no, that. <exactly>. Quote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, for the last three years, human remains of 32-year-old Jeffrey Meriwether Jr. have been missing. Police believe he was involved in a shooting in 2019. They found his mostly decomposed body weeks later. At that time, the Fulton County Medical Examiner's Office says it shipped some of Jeffrey Merriweather Jr.'s remains to an out-of-state specialized facility to determine how he died via FedEx. Hmm. A FedEx spokesperson said the shipment arrived at its hostile location. However, no one could find the remains after that. I don't know how this could have happened when you go when you got to sign for the stuff. You got tracking numbers, Meriwether pointed out. So FedEx, I thought it was just our local post office. <laughs> but we're, I hadn't read all of it. So three years have passed, and Meriwether and his family are still searching for answers. You never reached out. You never said anything, he said, directing his ire at FedEx. He said he's heard nothing from FedEx or the medical examiner's office. I miss you. Meriwether whispered while looking at a photo of his son in his man cave filled with pictures of him. 
<laughs> Who wrote this? Come on. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Okay, look. I feel like the person who wrote this article is mocking him. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, really, that's that is the that is the bet. When you sat down in front of your laptop to write this article yeah. about this horror story, yes. that's what you went with. <laughs> look, this is a grieving father. Yes. There's nothing funny about this at all. But I can just see now they're just reaching over and touching a photo of his son, like his high school graduation thing. Yeah. Like, I miss you. You know, just very quiet, softly. Well, why do you have – and here's – like, you went with Man Cave. Sure. You could have said Wall of Remembrance. <laughs> a den. You yes. know, that's what a Man Cave used to be was yeah. a den. Yes. You know? Um, he said it's hard to get closure when he has no idea where his son's missing remains are located. I think somebody should be held accountable for this. This is something you just don't sweep under the carpet, he said. Hmm. The medical examiner's office said it was reaching out to their investigative team to see who could explain what happened in this case. A FedEx spokesperson said she was reaching out to her team to try to get answers as well, and I'm sure their insurance company is like, I don't think you have a rider for missing dead body (laughs) (laughs) to cover any litigation. What kind of remains? Were these like cremated remains? No, no. Remains well, they said they were decompo- partially decomposed oh remains. Oh, gosh. And they sent part of them over there. Like mm-hmm. maybe they took a femur or something. Okay. And were like, let's see if we can figure out some right. cause of death or something. Sent the rest back home to him. So they have the most of him. I guess. But some it of said them Not don't. all. Back in the beginning, it said uh, some of his remains are still missing and no huh. one can explain. Where- we didn't get an audit of, right. of what was missing. Yes. Do you think? I guess you have to look and make sure he's all there. Like mm-hmm. when the box comes or whatever, I got a casket probably more appropriate. <laughs> right. When when they ship him back to you. You know, we had a FedEx driver that was just throwing <laughs> yeah. packages in the ravine. If that's over. what happened to this kid, there may have been a coyote drag him off or something. What happened? Wasn't that in Bibb County or was it Blunt County? I thought it was Jefferson County. I maybe thought it was well, like all around Aniana, maybe, but for some reason, Bibb popped in my mind. Anyways, yeah. I just remember like, how it's crazy just over would there. it be if somehow that was... <laughs> hey, we found a dude's foot. <laughs> Man. That would be a wild twist ending to this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I would just... I would. I guess I would recommend anybody sending human remains through the mail. got to have some kind of insurance. There needs to be a chain right? of custody yeah. that's locked tight, I would think. I imagine it would cost you an arm and a leg, though. <laughs> This dude's going to sue them. I mean, that's really what all this is, right? (laughs) He's suing FedEx and probably the county for losing his stuff. And probably the lab Mm -hmm. that they sent it to. They're going to sue all of them. Yeah, and and money doesn't fix it. No. But if money will stop it from happening again. Sure. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'd be upset, too. Really, honestly, I would be be super mad. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't have taken me three years to get on the news about it. I'd have called <laughs> Fox 6 on your side the next day. You know? Yep. I'd have been blowing them up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. I'd have been on the phone with Goldberg, 800-600-6014. That'd have been my lawyer. Okay. I'll go Sh- Shannara. You can never go wrong with Shannara. Yeah, I can't afford Joey. <laughs> no, like a real attorney? Yes. That's a joke. The quality of legal services advertised. By, uh, there might be one to be an attorney uh, yeah. advertised on here one day. Look, everyone has to, has to advertise, but yeah. somebody told me one time that when 
when you see advertisements, that means that they need to advertise because right. there's not like a lot of business. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure it pays off. Like if you advertise on a level, of these big, big, yes. you know, like injury mm-hmm. lawyers or whatever who do it. Cause you just get people coming to you all the time. Like, right. I, you know, I fell down at Walmart. Let's see. <laughs> but when it comes to lawyers, the yeah. ones that don't have any advertisements, the reason they don't is probably because their plate's full. Well, yeah. It's, and they've got plenty of clientele. It's not hard to to figure out who a good lawyer is, you know, like <laughs> yes. just by word of mouth. You know, yeah. it's very simple to get this, get that figured out. All right. Well, this is going to be my last story for the day. And this, this story really uh, hits home. Okay. Burger King sued by customers who claim that the Whopper is smaller than advertised. Oh, no. I will say that the Whopper looks huge. Yeah. When I bet you they call Goldberg. <laughs> As I say, with that, uh, be- that blonde girl in the bikini is, is eating that burger. That was Jessica oh, Simpson. Hardy. That was Hardy. That was Hardy's. My was, bad. My that bad. was Jessica Simpson. Okay. Really one of the greatest pieces of, <laughs> of cinema ever captured right didn't she did a pizza hut commercial too didn't she? oh i don't know yeah well off to youtube i go later <laughs> <laughs> the whopper may be well only somewhat of a whopper at least in real life alleges a new class action lawsuit class action law- okay <laughs> i mean i'm sure they, their lawyer is one of those lawyers that we were talking about they call goldberg <laughs> Four Burger King customers are suing the chain over its marketing, claiming that the company makes the burger look about 35% bigger in its advertising than it is in reality. The plaintiffs in the lawsuit, which was, what, they're saying it looks bigger, 33% bigger. It looks 33% bigger, but they're not using no, like 35% weight. bigger. My bad. They're not using weight as a determining factor. No, I feel like this is going to get thrown out if we're just going. Hey, the picture looks different, right? Well, it's like what they what they do is they put a whopper up there, and then they probably go to crystals and they put that beside it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it makes it look huge. I got you. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. The plaintiffs in the lawsuit, which was filed on March 28th in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida, are seeking monetary damages for anyone who was deceived by Burger King's advertising, although the filing doesn't name a monetary target. Hmm. Hmm. Burger King does not comment on pending or potential litigations, a Burger King spokesperson said in an emailed statement sent to CBS Money Watch. The lawsuit alleges deceptive trade practices with the filing claiming that Burger King started to materially overstate the size of its burgers in ads beginning in 2017. Okay. So 2017 is when the burger shrunk, but the ads <laughs> stayed the same. This is not this is all shrinkflation. <laughs> we talked about That's that. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. While the marketing images of the Whopper may have grown bigger, the recipe and the amount of beef or ingredients contained in Burger King's Whopper has never changed the lawsuit claims. I find that interesting. I figured it would have decreased. Well, what I would like to know is if Burger King says the Whopper is a quarter pound or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that's what they're serving. I would feel like that would throw this lawsuit out. Like, hey, 
Oh, yeah, we took a close-up of the burger. <laughs> Sue us, you know? Well, that's what they did. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they did. They're like, close-ups are okay in advertising. Right. They do it across all kinds of genres. Yeah, we all watch advertising for restaurants, yeah. and it's never as good right. as it looks like in the rest in the ad- advertisement. I remember when I was a kid being at Russell. Shout-out to Russell Price, my lifelong blood brother, lived down the street from me. I was at his house, and we watched a show, and I want to say it was either on Showtime or HBO, because I did not have premium cable, (laughs) and it was about how they advertise food, Mm -hmm. and they would, like, instead of using a bowl of milk, they would put, like... Elmer's glue. Glue, and then put the Cheerios in it or whatever. Because one thing you never see in a cereal commercial is soggy cereal. Exactly, right. And I watched that as a kid at his house, and so ever since that day, I've been like, yeah, that's not a. That's not what it's going to look like. Have I get you it. ever grabbed a piece of pizza and like pull as you pull the slice away? There's just strings of yeah, cheese right. just, just stretching off there, right? It never yeah. happens. No. Yeah. Even when I order extra cheese, pay two dollars for extra cheese, <laughs> it's still just normal amount of cheese. Refuse to get it delivered, right? <laughs> I do. But Domino's being right off the road makes it easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of. The, Domino's is one of the greatest moves ever made is put one right out here by the house. I like Domino's, but I'm, I'm, I shouldn't say this. Go ahead. I'll edit this out. What? I'm disappointed in our Domino's. <laughs> the Domino's. Why would you edit that out? <laughs> You're talking about the dom- the one I was just saying was great. They're going to get they're going to get mad at. I guess. The, well, you know what? Your pizza sucks, so you can just get mad if you want to. But you need to go train at the Domino's over there by the university. Oh, yeah. That's got all the college kids working at it because they know how to cheese up a pizza. Okay. All right. There we yeah. go. I got you. That's just a <laughs> that's a hiring. Like, the college kids are all stoned, so they're making it like they would <laughs> right. eat it, right? And we got, like, a bunch of yeah. single moms working <laughs> at this one. <laughs> you know, they're like... Used to pinching pennies, and they're not putting as much yeah. cheese on. Our guys who were who were supposed to retire three years ago, yeah, right. but they couldn't. <laughs> yes, <they're, laughs> and now they're making yeah. pizzas. And now they're making pizzas. Yeah, all great people. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that lady, thank us for the tip. We have generous tippers in the long household. Mm-hmm. She delivered to us, and she was like, "Just want to say thank you for this tip." Yeah, mm-hmm. Dieter's like, "Oh yeah, no, maybe you should remember this next time." Yeah, we order a pizza with extra cheese. <laughs> we don't get extra cheese. <laughs> no. Well, that's wise because I have I have ordered pizza from our Domino's. Yeah, with extra cheese and normal, and it's the same. Okay. <laughs> have you tried the new? P- <laughs> well, we're on a whole pizza discussion. <laughs> we're so fat. Uh, have you tried the new Pizza Hut? Yes. Uh, is it's it good? good. It's, 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 I mean, Pizza Hut's my all time favorite. Man. I do like Pizza Hut. I don't know if it's just because I grew up in Fayette and that was like the only place to get mm-hmm. pizza, but I love Pizza Hut pizza. Yeah. Uh, but the one that was here, I guess it's still open. It was horrible. Really? Yeah. Like oh. restaurants don't make me mad. They've made me mad several times. We have a new place. What, you know, those new shops over there nearby the uh, Northport Civic Center? Yes. There's like a, uh, there's a Great American Cookie Company. Uh-huh. There's a Marble Slab. Right. There's a Guthrie's. Yeah. And there's some place over there. I think it's a pizza shop. Nope. But I'm not, is it is Murphy's it? Bakery or oh, something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't know if that's a pizza shop or not. I, I'm not sure. There's a Firehouse Subs though. The sign said take and, ba- or bake, take and bake something. Okay. And so I just assumed. Could be a vape shop. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> but we got some vape shops in this town, man. We do. It must be easy to get into the vape shop world because they are everywhere. It's really taken off too. 
Yeah, I guess I mean, so. You can tell that it's becoming super popular by all the money tobacco companies are spending <laughs> on studies that say vaping is bad for you. <laughs> surely they wouldn't want to protect their investment, right? Yeah, surely not. Like giving people cancer? Yeah. Every time my wife starts talking about how bad vaping is and how no one needs to vape, I'm like, well, do you not care if people are smoking themselves to death with cigarettes? <laughs> Did you do your story? I did. Okay. Uh, right. You know what? It goes on and on and on. But uh, <laughs> We got off on pizza. I completely <laughs> forgot where we were. Uh, four Burger King customers say that the Whopper oh, looks yeah. bigger in commercials than it is in real life. Right. And I agree. I stand by the you're hungry gonna customers. The, you're going to join the class action. <laughs> I, too, have been damaged by fraudulent <laughs> Burger King advertisement. And this needs to stop. Well, look, I am going to sue Victoria's Secrets. <laughs> you don't think Deidre looks like... <laughs> no, I don't look... <laughs> I don't look like they're angels when I put on the lingerie. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I would yeah. never... Dishonor my wife outside of a Patreon. Yeah, yeah, I do got a good story to tell you. I don't. You may not think it's good, but I got a good one to tell you. Don't let me forget it in the Patreon. <laughs> got you. Uh, I may have put it in my notes, so I wouldn't. Well, let's go to Florida. Let's do it. Um, Call your county, Florida, to be exact. Deputies found a live baby alligator inside a truck during a traffic stop Friday. Collier's County Sheriff's Office said via Facebook. Hmm. Deputy said Michael Marola, who's 31, had the animal in, animal inside a plastic tub in the bed of his pickup, along with two firearms. Deputies conducted a traffic stop on uh, his pickup, uh, GMC Sierra, in case anybody was wondering what he was driving, uh, after they recognized the driver from a previous law enforcement encounters as having a suspended license. In addition to the alligator and firearms, deputies also found syringes loaded with methamphetamine in Marola's jacket. Police then arrested him, uh, who now faces two counts of carrying a concealed firearm and possession of a controlled substance. Hmm. Uh, They notified the Fish and Wildlife Commission about the gator, and wildlife officers responded to investigate. Now, here's his mugshot right here. (laughs) <laughs> I would totally, check the show notes. I would totally buy illicit drugs or an alligator and endangered animals yeah. from this guy out of his GMC Sierra. He looks a little bit like uh oh, what's the guitar player from Aerosmith? <laughs> yeah. Stephen Perry is that his name? Uh-huh. Yeah, I see. He looks a little, got a little bit of that. I was thinking or the lead singer of Rat. I was thinking Weird Al if Weird <laughs> Al had taken the road of drugs and alcohol. Sure. Yeah. And substance abuse. He wound up washed up. He doesn't appear to be the brightest bulb. I mean, just looking at him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, riding around with a suspended license with an alligator <laughs> and meth in syringes loaded yeah. up in his jacket in Florida. So. Yeah. The guns he had were the least. Oh, yeah. I didn't even. His concerns. This is the United States. You could carry a gun. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. 
Cajun curl Bayou blend of spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, alligator. If you're just toting one around all methed up and get hungry. <laughs> uh, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun curl Bayou blend of spice on it will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also find recipes that are mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, South's Finest Meats, and uh, Lurleen Wallace Piggly Wiggly in Northport. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. Like a rabid fox biting a congressman. (laughs) Congressman. (laughs) It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's right. You want to hear from our audience? Let's hear from our audience. I would too, but they didn't. They didn't <laughs> no, talk to us this week. No voicemails. She'll come out a little late this week, so they probably just hadn't had time. I meant to say earlier that I haven't listened to the show from last week because mm-hmm. I was on, the, you know, I was out of town with my wife and son, and I don't want them to find out about this world. <laughs> But uh, I know I was angry before it started, so if I said anything that I regret, I'm just making a blanket apology for er- the whole episode. Right. So there we go. And I'm doubling down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have some questions. Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. All right. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you would like to ask John a question, you can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. Our first question comes from Cash Money Oddity Millionaire. Okay. And he says, who let Satan in here? Um, I mean, technically, I guess God did, right? <laughs> this is a question for the ages. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where... Did evil come from? Right. Because you can't say that God made it. He's diametrically opposed to it. Right. Right. So. But he made everything. (laughs) But he made everything. He's good. Can good exist without, I mean, we're back to like the whole yin and yang. (laughs) Yes. Really. You know, I don't want to go down an Eastern religious philosophy Mm -hmm. or anything. I was just fixing to say, now I'm not a theologian, but I believe the most commonly held theory on this is that evil does not necessarily exist in and of itself. Evil is a perversion of good. Oh, okay. So therefore, evil did not have to be created simply because there is good. Okay. There is going to be an opposition. What else? What if you said uh, the laws of physics say that, you know, there's (laughs) an equal and opposite force. (laughs) So there has to be. Yeah. For it to exist. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Dude, I have no idea. But like, I should have took some mushrooms before we started talking about this. <laughs> Could God not make a perfect world? People say that it was perfect, right? Until, until somebody let Satan in. That's right. <laughs> Can God microwave a bowl of soup too hot to get out of the microwave? <laughs> That's really what we're all talking about. Right. It all comes back down to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, there so, you go. 
We'll figure it all out one day. <laughs> yeah, I do believe one day we'll yeah, understand. We'll yeah. And we'll, be, we'll probably be like, oh, man, we're stupid. We're thinking about this the whole wrong way. <laughs> also, if I'm being honest, I think that question was in reference to one of our new Discord users <laughs> okay. who goes by the handle the white devil. That's right. <laughs> Which that's I'm not right. sure, but I'm pretty sure that's a reference to Ace Ventura okay. when nature calls. Well, I'll say it could be like heavy metal or white supremacist. Like, <laughs> it could go either way. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, as far as who let him in here, we have an open invitation to sure. any and all. Join so our Discord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, this is a, uh, this, you don't have to be elect to get in our Discord. No, you yeah. don't. <laughs> you just choose to do it. Yes. Uh, also, it bothers me we only have a white devil. Yeah. Like, why not a red devil or sure. a black devil? Right. We're well, all I mean, inclusive. That's racist, Tiny. We want all the devils, no, though, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Bring them all on. Purple devil. Yeah. There we go. She devil. Uh, everybody loves a she devil, right? <laughs> We're not supposed to, <laughs> but, but we do. We do. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Cash Money Oddity Millionaire also asked, Tiny, how close do you work with Hoyt, quote, Trump baby slasher, end quote, Hutchinson? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, dude. <laughs> Does he work with you? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. For people who don't know, uh, Trump came to a Bama football game. Yes. Right? He did. And if I remember, we lost, but I could be wrong. Oh, that's the dude. Yes. And he, he, he like, they had a, a counter protest because people <laughs> hate Trump. And they had this big blow up baby of Trump in a diaper, which was going around to all his rallies. Yes. Yeah. Right? It was like, this like is the rally there, everywhere point. Trump showed up, there was the big baby yeah. Trump. It was the rallying rally point for the, you know, it's a misogynist, xenophobe, you know, that whole crowd. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they would go there. And yeah. this dude shows up and stabs it with a knife. Mm-hmm. And I think to make people mad that were there, right? He loved Trump. Well, he loved, like I was a, about to say, now he, now he legit loved Trump. Yeah, his MAGA 2020. Yes. He's he, probably he still got a flag. He was mad that there was this baby going right. around. Yeah. And he got out there and slashed it. He should have played it off like, I hate Trump so much that... <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. The <laughs> Secret Service won't let me do this to him for real. So I did it to your little thing. Here's some duct tape. I'll fix it back. Yeah, now that you... Uh, I completely forgot. Uh, no, I've never met that dude. Oh, yeah? I know people who work with him. Dude. And like, he works in the tire room. I don't work in the tire room. So I don't work closely with him, but I do... No y'all people are who un- know Y'all are union brothers. <laughs> y'all are union brothers. I suppose you could say that. Yeah. I do remember he was on Facebook the night it happened saying he was asking for donations for his like court costs. Right. And he was saying that he would donate all the extra to uh, Republican reelection efforts. <laughs> so the union traditionally votes Democrat, right? They do. Are they yes. going to run him out? Uh, you I know, know you're a big damn supporter. <laughs> no. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, do y'all have to have a meeting about it, I guess? Well, honestly, I haven't been to a meeting. Oh, yeah? Since, like, I don't know, 28, 2008. So. <laughs> Real active. <laughs> I got you. 
Yeah. I, I mean, again, I would think, <laughs> I, to me, I would think, well, I know like nationally, the unions would probably go Democratic, but locally, they're probably like, look, you, you guys do whatever you want to do. Just know that your dues are going to make a big donation to the guy you don't want to be president. Yes. Okay. That, that sounds right yeah. because I do know that, uh, that, yes, our local union, they go Democrat. But right. that said, I mean, there's <laughs> probably the majority of the people. In that union, vote Republican. Yeah, that's what so, I would think. Yeah, yeah, they're like, we can't tell you how to vote. I mean, just like I could tell an employee how mm-hmm. to vote or anything like that. It's against the law. You know, just yeah, just vote how you want to. But part of what we do is we support these people that we think are better for us. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Also, I know John, man, if, if there's one thing he hates, it's the working man getting his. <laughs> that's he brings right. the unions up every week, it no, seems. We, uh, we got to... <laughs> We can't have the proletariat rising up, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're here now. You're in the neighborhood. You'll get a taste of the champagne and then realize you can't have this stuff happening. Well, maybe that, that maybe what I'm fixing to say kind of piggybacks on the end of that. Uh, working at Be a Good Rich, that's just kind of what you do, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to. If you I don't join the union, then like you know, everybody hates you. Nobody <laughs> wants to be your friend. Sure. So it's like, just kind of what you do. It's like high school peer pressure. Yeah. yeah. And it is nice that you know if you get in trouble, they can get your job back, no matter yeah. how bad you suck. Sure. <laughs> Unless you have to work on the same shift with a sucky guy who keeps getting his job back. Yeah. And then everybody probably hates him. And then y'all take him in the break room and beat him with bars of soap and socks. I've heard all the stories. I know how the union works. Yeah. Yeah. I would never. <laughs> no, I'm I don't I'm fascinated by unions. Mm-hmm. I, I see their purpose, but I don't know in today's world if there is that need. I think that's but, fair. I think that the fear of unions yeah. is what keeps some of the better companies in line. Yeah. Well, maybe that in cancel culture. Sure. Although no one's canceling Amazon anytime soon. Well, you know, uh, there was that place in Fayette. This is what I heard. That I think it was Shelby Die, and they voted to go union. The dude was like, "Yeah, I'm just shutting it down." Like, oh yeah, that happens. It. Like yeah. Walmart has shut down tons of stores yeah. oh, that yeah, tried to sorry. unionize. So yeah, uh, but yeah. because they're afraid of unions getting in there, yeah, they are. You know, because y'all are like pushing for stuff like a weekend in healthcare. <laughs> right. yes. You know, like, we can't have that. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to keep them coming back to work if you keep them? The happy? reason you don't have to work sixty hours a week, yeah. for a quarter, sure, is because a long time ago, a bunch of union work, a bunch of workers joined together and said, "We're going to kill you with baseball right. bats if you don't treat us and a little bit better." Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, props to you guys. Credit <laughs> to y'all. I will say this country's been going downhill since we repealed child labor laws. You know, <laughs> yeah. we should get those back. You know, we're having trouble getting people in the workforce right. right now. How are we supposed to compete with China? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they can just work Uyghur Muslims to death. <laughs> My kids need to pitch in on some bills, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which Thomas, you know, he's got his job. And so he he like went to the store the other day and just bought himself some snacks. And like mm-hmm. took him up, he like walked in with a big thing of goldfish. I was like, "What you got there?" He's like, oh, we don't have any snacks. Y'all haven't been to the grocery store, so I just went and bought my own." And I was like, "Dude, <laughs> yes. man!" I was like, I was like, "Thank you so much." You know? 
I was like, now when we go to the grocery store in a little while, I'm not buying you any snacks. Don't come down to this pantry. You got your own. That's I was cool. gonna say you need to need to stash yourself your own little yeah. stash. No, him and Hudson both hide snacks in their room. Mm-hmm. Like I pulled open Hudson's like he's got under bed storage in these yeah. drawers. Pulled up on one of them, and there's like a pack of ramen noodles in there. I was like, what do you got this for? He's like, because one day we'll run out of ramen noodles, and I want to be able to eat some. I was like, okay, whatever. That's smart, yeah. You know, like Cheetos and all kind of stuff. You're teaching your children to plan ahead. Sure, prep. <laughs> <laughs> Preppers. All right, we got a long one here. Our okay. next question comes from Goose. He says, why do people feel it's okay not to have their lights on while driving in the rain? It's a clear safety hazard, and at least in Ohio, it's against the law to drive without your lights on in the rain. I believe the saying is, wipers on, lights on. It's such a small thing that isn't as inconvenient, but people still don't do it. The amount of times I've been driving down the road while it's raining and suddenly a car appears out of nowhere because they didn't have their lights on, it is ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh. I got you. Yeah. I know. And the reason they don't do that is because they're selfish. It's the same <laughs> yes. reason people do everything else that's so simple that you could do it. And don't most modern cars just cut the lights automatically on automatically? Right. Whenever the car's running, yeah. the lights Eventually, are on. Yeah. this will be a problem that will solve itself. Mm-hmm. You know, But you still got like a, a 89 Buick out there on the road, too. Yeah. And those are the people that aren't cutting their lights on when it rains. It could be just negligence, too. Sure. Yeah. Like, 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 yes, maybe they're selfish, but also probably just a lot of people are just not stupid. thinking. They're probably listening to our podcast, <laughs> laughing. Comes up a storm. They don't even think yeah. about it. Yeah. And well, they and they turn on the wipers because they can't see. Sure. If they don't have the wipers, but they just don't think, hey, someone can't see right. me if I don't turn them on. So we drove to Mobile, and during the middle of a severe weather event, you know, on Wednesday mm-hmm. night, and uh, it was. Pretty dicey there for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. In between like Demopolis and Dixon Mills, it was pretty bad. And I thought several times we're going to die. And Deidre and Thomas thought so too, but I refused to pull over. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die like a man driving this car. (laughs) And we made it through. Our next question comes from Stan. He says, who really killed JFK? Uh, The CIA. I was going to say, most likely it was Lee Harvey Oswald. At the behest of the CIA. Right. Yeah. The CIA did, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't get me started on the CIA either. We went, I had a whole rant on that before we even I was hit, about to say, we, Oh, my goodness. We didn't turn on the mics, but yeah. we went on, we talked about the right. CIA for a long time before we started right. the show today. <laughs> the fact that we still have the CIA as it currently exists blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At no point anybody said, hey, they're doing some crazy stuff. Well, you know why we do, don't you? Why? Because they have all the power. That's true. They got dirt on everybody. If you're president, are you going to disband the CIA? <laughs> no. No. So what happened to the other one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You're not going to do anything. Yeah. You're just going to sit there in your big chair yeah. and let us start our proxy wars all across the globe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sign off on whatever documents they That's put just on your rubber desk. stamp. This. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about all these opiates flooding into our country. People getting addicted to heroin. Don't worry about any of that. Because they need that money so they can go fund regime changes in other developing countries. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what's coming next. Because if we're going to get Putin out, it's going to take a lot. (laughs) It's going to take... It's going to take a lot of cocaine. It's like a, I mean, it's, I can't wait for the new drug to hit the market. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, that's our Bobo says, who put 
the bop in the bop shoot bop shoot bop. <laughs> I think the big bopper did. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I can't remember who that sings would make that sense. song. <laughs> yeah. Uh he also asked, why don't the kids of today play marbles anymore? Um, I don't know. Marbles is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, maybe Sean and I sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know why kids don't play marbles. Because of these dang old video games. I think the reason they don't play marbles anymore is because they have Pokemon cards. <laughs> sure. And Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So I out, Thomas was Pokemon hunting when we were in Mobile, and I was like, turn that off. <laughs> not in this family. We're not going to have that. Yeah. Uh, well, John, that'll do it for questions this week. And one thing we must do as our show draws to a close is we need to thank our patrons. Yes, we do. We thank each and every one of you so much. We would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. The big Mick Will. <laughs> I tell you what, a Mick Will is exactly the same size in real life as it is in his advertising <laughs> because Mick Will's honest. That's right. Yeah, stand up. <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier gets you everything that's Patreon.com slash Earth Oddity, extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension today? Uh, we're going to talk about naked restaurants. Okay. Yeah. I am going to talk about a widow who spent GoFundMe donations on her husband's alleged killer. Okay. We can have all that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's normal. I mean, it's really a wonderful story of forgiveness, right? Yeah. No, that's right. It's really <laughs> grace. You know, <laughs> amazing grace. <laughs> uh, you have anything to say before we cut the show off? <laughs> um, no, just appreciate everybody listening and supporting us and letting me and Tiny get in a room once a week and just babble. I appreciate that. It's so fun. Yeah. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on all those. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We've got some show art. You can check that out, underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This 
has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Okay, patrons, friends, Romans, and patrons, lend me your ear because I'm embarrassed. I would say I embarrassed myself. <laughs> we had a good laugh about this. Deidre and I did. Okay. Okay. So we, uh,